In this week's episode of the Speak Like Me podcast, Chris and I get back to our high standards of podcasting with a fun conversation, including my crazy plane journey. We talk about Downton Abbey. We learn the word riffraff and a bunch of other awesome phrases. Hope you guys enjoy. All right, guys, welcome back to episode 53 of the Speak Like Me English podcast. I'm Jacob from England. And I'm Chris from Australia. And we are your excited English teachers from a distance. We're going to teach you some cool words and phrases today through our silly conversations. And at the end of the episode, uh, we're going to talk about a couple of interesting topics. Mine's going to be finishing off the effort topic. Chris, do you have any topics in mind you'd like to do today or should we uh, see what comes up? Uh, I guess we'll just see what comes up, I just suppose. see what comes up. Cool. Nice. And for anyone who's listening for the first time, Speak Like Me is a language school based in Prague. We make English courses specifically for Czech people. Other people can take them as well, but for Czech people works even better. Um, and that the aim is to get people to conversational fluency as fast as possible by, by focusing on the English we use actually every day in real life. Not kind of boring, silly things, but the stuff we actually say all the time and you can check out everything on our website but just before we get started properly i want to mention our amazing leaflet that we made we've made three of them actually but the first leaflet is completely for free which is called essential english and it's all of english grammar rules nicely explained in little boxes each box has a little summary of the rule and it's just so you can have a little glanceable information as to how english works and yeah, just wanted to mention that at the start of each episode because it's for free. It's on our website, speedlightme.cz forward slash leaflets. Go and check it out. And in the future, we're going to charge for it. I think maybe even 100 crowns, Chris. I've been looking up okay. other people and how much they charge for their sort of online like PDF sales or just basic things like this. And people charge like $10, $20 for just basic downloads, you know? Sure. Um, I was reading one case about this woman. She made she makes millions of dollars selling just a one-page PDF about how to make like a like a nutrition plan for your like exercise routine. Man, that's like that's like scamming level Feels shit. Like, it. like yeah, that's like it's not selling the PDF. It's not selling the nutrition plan. Like it's selling her name. The fact that her name is attached to it, yeah, uh, you know, like it's just a product that she, whatever her name is, makes, and all of her clients are like, you know, just the Instagram, it's the uh, Instagram influencer level uh, money making kind of yeah. thing. And look, if people are willing to pay for it, then fine. But my goodness, you'd have to work pretty hard to yeah. convince me to to do that sort of thing there yeah. are other ones that i could understand but like it's just it's so easy uh and like okay first of all it's so easy to find your own nutrition plan online or like the kind of nutrition you would know this you're a nutritionist um you you went to university for it and then the other thing is that like just how specific it is for each person, for your timelines and goals and things like that. Yeah. Ugh. Sorry, yeah. I probably went too hard. No, on no, that no. In the middle of your. No, I, I, I agree, you. but it, it just makes me realize like other people are making millions for stuff that we do for free, you know, like, because mm. uh, I'm just not good at sales. It's something I've accepted. I'm not good at, at marketing. I'm not good at selling stuff. I like making the stuff. I really. Um, 
I want to say get off on. I want I get off on making cool stuff. Um, sure. That's, that's not the oh, phrase. Okay, here's a good word. But can, uh, can, that but, I talk quite a. Yeah, okay. yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Let, let me explain the get off one first, but just to get off on. So to get, and then you can say your version of it uh, so people can mm -hmm. get two, two for the price of one. Uh, so to get off on something. So this comes from to get off means to be sexually satisfied, right? Basically, mm. yeah. Like if, if you say, oh, um, like, what gets you off? It means like what sexually sexually satisfies you, right? And you get off on something. So you can say this guy is a total weirdo because he gets off on watching people hurt themselves. For example, that's what sexually excites him. He gets off on people hurting themselves. But it doesn't always have to be this like sexual satisf satisf satisfaction. Would you agree, Chris? That I can also say like like what gets me off is. Um, is uh, making cool leaflets, not so much doing the marketing and sales. Sure. Yeah, like, yeah, people get off on the drama of this or that or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. it's not like they're having a wank to it later. <laughs> it's just that they really enjoy it. Uh, and they, uh, yeah, yeah, they enjoy it. They like it. They they're find not it entertaining. They're not pulling off a pasty later, later in the day. <laughs> Punching out a masty. <laughs> Do you just... even listen to me, Jacob? <laughs> I was watching that clip earlier. Uh, oh, yeah, so some news. Um, sorry, because I'll get to your thing in one second is your word. Um, but yeah, just, go ahead. Yep. just the wank thing, which means masturbate, by the way, guys. Um, I was just watching the clip that we made um, from a podcast like a year ago where we talked about all mm -hmm. those different ways to say masturbate. And it just made me realize that those like little two minute clips are so much fun because you can like you can find the best conversations and the funniest bits so chris what would you say to bringing the video format back but rather than doing just the like because what annoyed me was editing the whole episode because it took a long time but how about if we just do little clips how, yeah how, how I, was, I was for that yeah i was, I was always for that okay yeah. so I, I think that when i get back to prague which is going to be next week so this is our last episode online yay um, we can bring back the camera, start doing some funny clips again. Bring back yeah, the good stuff. For sure. Yeah. Uh -huh. Anyway, and that should be like next episode, right? Like, yeah. is this our last episode that we're recording long this distance? This is our last long distance episode, so you can you guys can look forward to the, the highest quality studio quality from the next episode. Yeah, actually, exactly this this time next week, I'll be on a plane back to Europe. So yeah, next episode back in person, drinking the scotch. It's gonna be good. Exciting. Yeah. So to your word, Chris, that you wanted to mention about getting off on? Yep. So to get a kick out of something oh, is nice, yeah. another thing that we say when something uh, uh, excites us or uh, makes us happy or we get like a, a sudden rush of it, uh, enjoyment out yeah. of something. Um, like I learned a word in a... Um, uh, I learned a word in a Czech class. Uh, sorry, I learned a word in class. Like my, I was I was telling them something, and uh, and then my students told me this funny thing in Czech, and I said, "Oh man, I'll have to I'll have to tell Barry because she'll get a kick out of it. She'll get a kick out of this word." Um, and then th this is another song for our playlist, which I have added some to. I don't know if you noticed, uh, uh, but there's a famous. I'm, I'm assuming Frank Sinatra is the original recording artist for this uh but the song is i get a kick out of you mm. uh and uh yeah so it's like i, is, I get is that no, the one that goes like i get a kick out of you is yeah it, basically yeah. like i get okay. i get no uh, uh joy from champagne like mere alcohol doesn't yeah. thrill me at all yeah uh 
but uh, something like that. Uh, but I get a kick out of you. Like I get enjoyment. Okay. okay. Uh, so yeah, there's just a um, sort of like a synonym uh, for that. I taught that to a couple of my students last week. So uh, you- and well, they got a kick out of it. Okay, great. So, yeah, some examples. So, they got a kick out of it. So, it means they enjoyed it. They got some enjoyment from it, basically. It doesn't mean everyone's having a wank because they enjoyed the song so much. <laughs> so much, right? Exactly. They get enjoyment out of it. Um, would you agree that get a, so get off on has both meanings of, like, the sexual satis- yes. satisfaction and also just general enjoyment? Um, but I would say it's almost like in, enjoyment kind of in a, in a sadistic kind of way. Yeah, almost in a bad way. So even my example was like, oh, yeah, they get off on the drama, like creating bad drama and enjoying it. Like, oh, look at the drama between these people. They're like really mad at each other. Oh, isn't that exciting? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's enjoying something in a bit of a bad sadistic way. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so, yes, yeah, so you, you wouldn't say like I, I get off on... Um, having fun conversations with Chris. That sounds weird because it has to be something which is usually like a bit unusual or something that maybe you shouldn't get enjoyment out of, right? Like, Sure. Like yeah. my, 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 my great-grandmother got a kick out of or got off on um, like stirring up problems or creating drama in the family. Like that's something mm. you shouldn't enjoy. You shouldn't enjoy creating drama, but you do, you know? Um, For sure. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of the Speak Like Me playlist uh, on Spotify, firstly, I was trying to think of like the best name for it. Um, can I give you my idea and you tell me if if it's good or bad? I was thinking. Okay, about, go ahead. I was thinking because because Speak Like Me, we've got lots of podcasts on Spotify already. When you type in Speak Like Me, you get lots of podcast episodes coming up. And if you just see Speak Like Me the playlist, you might assume it's just episodes of the podcast in a playlist. So I was thinking maybe calling it like Speak Like Me, colon, Songs to Learn To. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wasn't there like a Sing Like Me? Or like what did, what was it that um, uh, Old Mate came up with? He came up with a, a, old a mate? name for it. Was which, it? which Old Mate? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, did, oh my God, I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Who went to Russia? Our, our teacher, Ryan. Our, Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came up with something, or was that was that a completely different thing I that he came up with? Can't remember, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Well, just sing like me, maybe. Well, I was thinking it has to be something with "speak like me" in the name, so people can just type okay. in "speak like me" wherever they go, and they will see like results from things from us. Um, okay. I don't know. Speak like me songs to learn to listeners. If you sure, like yeah, it, that's fine. That's let, fine. Let, let us know because at least then it's cl- it would be clear that it's songs, right? It's not just like sure. Yeah, because isn't that like a common sort of phrase, like songs to something to, like songs to dance to, yes. songs to, to smush to? Yeah, this is one. This is beats to relax and study to. Yeah. Uh, beats, uh, well, yeah, this because it's a big, um, uh, this is, it's sort of like a meme that started with lo-fi hip hop. Uh, so lo-fi hip hop radio, beats to rela- relax, study, chill yeah. to. Yeah, and so all of these kind of like uh, came uh, came from that. Okay, yeah, but so, yes, absolutely. So songs to learn to. So what songs have you added to the podcast uh, to the uh, songs to learn to playlist, Chris? 
Uh, okay, hold on. Just let me open up Spotify on my browser behind oh, here. Ha- I'm just having a look at it here. Yep. Uh, so I added uh, No One Knows by Queens of the Stone Age, which is a classic rock song, which is terrifying to say that because it was made this century. But okay. we're already at the point of having classic songs, uh, classic rock songs this century. And why so did this no make one, it into the playlist? Because it's not No One Know, it's No One Knows. Nice. Okay. Uh, is- and then the next one is a double banger. Uh-huh. Uh, this, has a, uh, this is a two for one. I just called to say I love you. Nice. Okay. There's, there's two of those. There. So to call, so to communicate uh, in order to do something, right? So I just called to say I love you, but this can be like I messaged to inform that I'll be late or I emailed to uh, hand in my or to uh, give my resignation or something Mm -hmm. like that, right? Method of communication and then reason for that. And this one is I called to say I love you. But it's not I called to say I love you. I just called to say I love you. This just that is like a translation of prostia, kind of minimizes the thing to do it. Uh, and uh, in then, a way, Chris, mm-hmm. it could also be a third one, the say and tell difference, to say I love you, not to tell I love you. Be to oh, tell could, you yeah. I love you. It could be Good. a potential three for one. Um, mm. And just to that call, to the call topic that you are mentioning. So the point is, what we don't say in English is, I called that I love you. Because in Czech, they say, I call that, or I message that. In English, we say a communication verb, like call or message or email. And then it has to be a verb, I called to say, I called to ask. No, I called that. Very nice. Okay. Okay. What else do we have? And then You Learn by Alanis Morissette. Uh, This is a call back to our, um, uh, I don't know, a couple of episodes, or maybe it was just last episode, where you Uh said, uh, you live and you learn. Yeah. And that's like the chorus of this song. Oh, is it? uh, Of this song. Nice. Yep. Okay. Uh, And then uh, When I Was Done Dying... Um, oh, <laughs> I kind of shoehorned this in. This is just <laughs> a really, really good song. This is an amazing song. Oh, it's insane. Uh, and it's so good. But it's it's when I was done dying. Not when was I done dying, but I when I was done dying. Okay. Uh, so just a little bit of a, a question statement order thing there. Like I said, I shoehorned it in. And what does that mean? Sh- that's a good verb, uh, to shoehorn yeah, something in. We've thought it before, in. but it was a while ago. So yeah, to shoehorn something in means uh, to sort of force something into uh, into another thing because that's what a shoehorn does. Uh, the shoehorn, a shoehorn is, a, yeah, the Czechs call it like a spoon or oh, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, this is the plastic, curved plastic thing that you use to help you put your shoes on, right? So you kind mm-hmm. of force your foot into this, into your shoe, which maybe doesn't want to have it, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, so we, we say that um, we shoehorn things into something else to kind of say that we like forced it in there. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we worked extra hard to put it in because maybe it wasn't going yeah. in naturally, but we really wanted that thing to happen. Yeah. You might shoehorn a subject into a conversation, for example. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Uh, so there's that. When I Was Done Dying by Dan Deacon. Amazing track. Uh, and then Make Me Feel by Janelle Monet, which is like a spiritual cover of Kiss by Prince in terms of like its, its mm-hmm. vibe, its instrumentation and, and so forth. Uh, but Make Me Feel... Because it's not make me to feel or make me feeling. It's make me feel. So Mm. make is one of three verbs. Uh, The other one's being help and let, where the second verb, the verb that follows it, is not in infinitive or in ing. It's in bare infinitive. Which means the infinitive Uh, without the two. It's not make me to feel. It's just make me feel without the two. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Then how deep is your love? Uh, again, just question structure there. It's yeah. not how is your love deep or whatever. How is not deep your how love? Much, not how, this would be a mistake that people might say, how much deep? How much deep is your love? Exactly. It, it's how deep is your love by the Bee Gees. Yeah. Uh, good. And then I Wonder by Rodriguez. And uh, yeah, I wonder is is that a is that a word? It is. It's a it's a word. So it's on our word leaflet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to wonder is to uh, like to to be curious about knowing something. Yeah. Um, actually, let me see if I can quickly get some of the lyrics up here. Can I can uh, I just play it? Can I play ten seconds of it? Uh, uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, and it goes right into the lyrics too. Yeah. Okay. So lots of wonder in there. It's like the whole song is I wonder. Okay. This and that. And so I like that. Chris. I wonder him. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. I'm not honestly sure about the when I was done dying one. I'm not sure if we're going to, but I just guess... leave it in there. Seriously, like leave it in there. Okay. Just because it's okay. Such a, Can we have ten se- a 10 second listen? I don't think I've heard this song before. It's not. It's. it's there's. This is not a good representation of the song. Okay. My 10-second preview was not not good enough. Okay, nice. Yeah, so maybe that could be a, you know, every now and again we can look at the new songs in the, the Speak Like Me Songs to Learn to playlist um, because as we give the title, we can explain what that rule is, I think. So, um, and it'd be nice to, to say the whole rule, I think. So, yeah, so how deep is your love? When you give um, adjectives saying the level of something you say how and then the adjective how big how small how deep and then question structure how deep is your love how much uh sorry how big uh, do you want to <laughs> build your house yes <laughs> how big do you want to build your house as i was saying to chris just before we started recording i woke up 10 minutes before this episode started because um, it's only eight, eight o'clock in the morning here in mexico where i am right now and i still have some jet lag um so i've been i've been staying up until like three or four o'clock in the morning um and then having to wake up for like meetings and lessons and stuff at eight o'clock in the morning so it has been quite brutal the last couple of days. Um, and I've been spending a lot of time in the hotel room as well, Chris, because it's the only place with air conditioning. And it is... Uh-huh, how- yeah, what's the, what's the temperature like there at the moment? Freaking brutal. Like it's only... So it's like 35 to 37 in the day. Because you're in Cancun, right? Uh, no, I'm, I'm in a town called Valladolid, which is about two hours from Cancun. Um, 
And what makes it a bit brutal here is Cancun, even though it's only two hours away, is in a different time zone than this town. So it's like an hour. So like I thought that all these meetings I've been booking would be for nine o'clock, right? And then, because I arranged everything before I came to Mexico. And then I like got on the bus and then traveled for an hour and then everything went back an hour. So now everything is at eight or even seven sometimes. So that was that was kind of brutal. And yeah, the weather is, uh, so it's like 35 degrees, 37 one day, but it feels hotter. It's, it's like that sort of instant heat that when you step out of your hotel room, it's like instant sweat, you know? Yeah. It's like you're fine and you're, you're kind of cold. Then you step outside and within about 10 seconds, your whole body is just sweating, you know? Sure. Um, uh, just to give people an idea, uh, I'm just looking at it, like where it is on, on Google Maps yeah, at the moment. Yeah. And so, yeah, at the moment it's 8.30 a.m. there. And according to this, it is 28 degrees Celsius at 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. So you, you found you found my place, Valladolid? I believe so. So it's on the Yucatan Peninsula. Uh, is, is that correct or is this yes, a different one? Yes. Close to yes. Meri, Meri, uh, Merida? Yeah, Merida, but it's inland. So, um, yeah, and today... Yeah, it's the not like on the beach or anything, right? Yeah, no, like it's, that, right? it's uh, yeah. actually a really interesting... The reason I chose it is I wanted to go to a kind of more traditional, real, like, inland Mexican town. Sure. And this is definitely it. Um, it's been really interesting. So, so different from all the other places I've been to. Because it kind of feels like... You c- I know you're not a Star Wars fan, but you've at least seen Star Wars, right? You know what yeah. tattoo you know what Tatooine is, like Luke Skywalker's yeah. home home planet. It feels like you're walking around the streets of Tatooine because like all the all the buildings are like very are, like white, a bit broken. Uh, it's it's kind of dusty everywhere. Um, it's not what you would call posh at all. Like like the pavements are broken. Um, in a way, like it looks very dodgy, but it has. But it weirdly has an amazing vibe at the same time. Because like, usually dodgy place equals dodgy vibe, you know? Um, sure. But not here. Here it's like the dodgier kind of location you go to, almost the better the vibe. That's a nice the, the st- construction. When you have a sure. the, the, the um, to compare, you use, use the comparative on both sides. So the more dodgy it gets, the better the vibe. Um and in Czech, this is a cheem, cheem sentence. And um, yeah, so very um, interesting kind of place. It's, it's, it's just like a kind of um, a grid of like crisscrossed streets. Um, but each street has kind of a slightly different vibe. And there's, there's these food trucks all over the place. I'm not sure what they call them here, but like these small little mini food trucks where people just stand on the street and make burgers or tacos or hot dogs. Um, and this food is uh, so, so good, Chris. Um, I sent a video. I don't know if you've been following my personal Instagram, but I put one video on there of this guy just like working in one of these little food trucks. And they don't wear gloves. There's no sanitation. There's no health um, what what do you call it? Like, like so, uh, food health uh, standards. Yeah, food no, standards. Or food, no, sorry, food safety standards. Exactly. There's no food safety standards. Guys are just like got dirty hands. They're flipping burgers. They they. So with the burger, so he was like using his hands for the bread. Then he like he got he using his hands put the um put the burger 
uh, patty, which is what mm. we call the, the meat, the burger patty, on the bun. And he's like putting on the onions. And he's like sort of pressing the onions into the burger just with his sort of dirty, sweaty fingers, you know? Yeah. Um, not with tongs, not with the spatula, just that. Not with anything, yeah. And he's like sweating. It's like sweat kind of dropping off of his forehead, like onto the, um, like, what do you call it? The, onto the grill? Yeah, onto the grill. Um, but there's something about it, Chris, that, Almost because of that, I think it tastes even better. Like, it's just so delicious. Because it's it's like real... You feel like you're eating real food, like made with love, you know? It's not like, sure. some, it's not like a fancy restaurant experience. And I, I have been to the restaurants here. They actually surprised me. Would you assume <coughs> sorry, that a town like this would be cheaper than Prague? Because I did. Um... Yeah, I, I guess. It's like a yeah, small... Or like at least on par. Yeah. On par is a good phrase that means the same, on the same level. And do you want to explain where on par comes from, Chris, if you know? Uh, like, well, look, I mean, the, the biggest association that it's that it has is with golf. Yeah. Um, and so to if something is... Um, uh, like well, in in the game of golf, there's like a uh, an expectation that you will complete... You will successfully get the ball in the hole within a certain number of hits, strokes. Uh, so a, a, a hole might be like a par four or par five or par three, and you're supposed to get it in that. And so if you're on par, then you are at the level of expectation. Yeah. So if you say That's like basically it. So if you say like that, their lessons are the quality of. Um, some other language schools lessons are on par with ours it means it's like the same kind of level basically like it's a, it's a par three like both of them are the same type of uh hole <laughs> <laughs> the same difficulty level or the same quality Thanks. level i need to get back to progress because my teaching standards are already going downhill <laughs> clearly <laughs> i only teach through holes now that's the only the only word i can okay. use to explain things um, but no, it's uh, so that's what I thought. I thought the prices would be on par with Prague, but um, believe it or not, I would say the restaurant prices are about forty percent more expensive than a typical Czech restaurant. And I'm talking mm, like a restaurant okay. in Prague, like average meal. We're talking close to three hundred crowns for an average meal. Mm -hmm. okay. um, and then they, I didn't realize this that they have a pretty strong tipping culture here as well, similar to America. Um, uh huh which I was not pleasantly surprised Mortified by. Mortified by. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, because the first day I was here, um, so I, I arrived in Cancun. Uh, okay, this could be nice. After not having slept for 48 hours. Um, so this is nice. And this is one of the topics from our... Chinglish and Useful Things course, uh, which is the blue course, and you can also download this leaflet for free as well. Um, when you have one sentence um, with two times, one clause, sorry, with two time periods in it, to distinguish which one was earlier in time, we say have plus third form. So I can say I, I arrived in um, Cancun, that's the first time period, after not having slept for 48 hours because the not sleeping for 48 happens uh, 48 hours happened before the arriving in Cancun 
And after is a preposition, so it's, that's why it's followed by ing. After not having slept for 48 hours. So I was absolutely knackered, which means super tired. Was that a phrase you would use, Chris? Because it's definitely British. Oh, yeah. Knackered is big in Australia. Yeah. Okay. So knackered, and it starts with a K. It's K-N-A-C-K-E-R-E-D. Knackered. I think it would be in Czech. Knackered. So I was absolutely knackered. Um, actually, do you mind if I just tell that story a little bit, Chris? Because it was one of the most interesting things from the last week. Go ahead. Um, so... Because I went to Hawaii, so our, our last uh, episode was in. I was oh, yeah, still was in Australia, Hawaii, so right? Yeah, yeah. Go on, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I went to went from uh, Sydney. See, so yeah, I went down to Sydney in Australia, which was pretty nice actually. I had a nice time walking around Sydney. Um, went to the botanical gardens there. Uh, I saw my first ever aircraft carrier in Sydney, Chris. Oh, really, okay. It was fun because I, you know, you know, there's that path that sort of goes by the. Uh, what's it called? By the oh fuck. What's the waterway called, like, in Sydney? Is it a river or is it... A, is I don't it, is, fucking know. <laughs> just the bay. Just the bay. I was walking on this uh, path by I, the I bay. No and you have a beautiful view of the bridge and the Sydney Harbour, uh, whatever it's called, Sydney Harbour House or Sydney Harbour. Okay, um, so Sydney Harbour Bridge and then the Sydney Opera House. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I, I, like I just said, just That's woke fine, up. Dude. I've only had half a coffee. I need to ring them in a second to get more coffee. Um... And then they walk around the corner, and there's this massive aircraft carrier just sitting there in the bay. And I've never seen one in real life before. And it was honestly way more interesting to look at than the opera house, you know. It was because <laughs> they're fucking huge, those things. Like, and you can see the people like walking on the on the deck. Um, like a ship. promenade or something like that? Oh, on the deck of the ship. On the deck of the ship, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah sure, cool. Mm -hmm. um, and they looked like ants, you know, even though they weren't that far away. Like, they looked absolutely tiny. And then you're sure. like, wow, that is a, that's a big-ass ship, man. That's a big-ass <laughs> ship. <laughs> yes, I saw the ship. And then I had this, um, so flight to Hawaii. So firstly, didn't get any sleep on the plane. Um, thanks to... This lovely guy that was sat next to me, and I say that very sarcastically. So I was in the middle seat of three people, Chris, which is always the worst, right? That's when you get the middle seat on a plane. And this guy next to me was watching videos on his phone without <sighs> headphones. Oh, my God. That's it, criminal. And That's like, that is criminal conduct. It is. It's high level. It's, it's like douchebag level 10. Um, and he wasn't even trying to play them quietly, you know, like, you know, like if it was like, oh, he forgot his headphones and he really wants to watch a video for five minutes, then maybe I could understand if it was like he had it like kind of quiet and close to his face. But he had like full volume on his phone and at least like the two rows in front and behind us could 100% hear this video, right? Mm. I don't understand people like this, Chris, who have literally no consideration for other people. Like, I would die of shame and embarrassment if I did that. Even if I had my phone going for 10 seconds like that by mistake on a plane, I would be so embarrassed. I'd be like, oh, God, how do I turn this thing off? And he's just there watching comedy videos. Full blast, which is a nice expression. Full blast yeah. means like full volume or kind of full strength. Uh, would, it, would you say it's just volume, or what else would you say full blast? 
I think no, I would I would limit it to volume. Yeah. I would say uh, it's yeah, it's pretty exclusive to 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 volume. He, he had the volume on full blast. Yeah. yeah. So he was playing these videos full blast. Uh, so before I tell you what I did, Chris, what would you have done in this situation? Uh, be like, hey man, do you like have a pair of headphones that you can put on? Because you know it's pretty loud. Like uh, there was when I was on a flight once, there was a guy sitting across the aisle to me, and he wasn't even playing videos. He was playing a game like Scrabble or something, and every touch. It was like this really loud clicking sound, um, and uh, yeah, I was like, "Hey, man, do you, can, if you have like headphones or something, because like the clicks are really, really loud." And he was like, "Oh, oh okay." And then like he, I, I put the volume down, or maybe he did put head, whatever. It was fine. It, the issue was resolved, and that's all that it took. Like, "Hey, man, you, you, you're being a little bit. You, your device is a little bit loud there." Mm. And yeah, that's it. So that's 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 what I would do. Um, so I thought that was a nice expression you, d- you just said. That's all that it took. So we can also use the verb take to say what the requirements are for something to be achieved or for something to happen. So that's all that it took means that's all that was required to achieve my outcome that I wanted. Um, another example could be if you're applying for a, a fancy job in a, in a really big company and you just you just send like a really basic CV and like a two sentence email. Your friend can tell you uh, it's going to take more than that if you want to get this job. It means it's going to require more effort than that to achieve the outcome you want, which is to get the job. Um, yeah, so that's a nice little nice little expression. That's all it took. Um, so what I did, Chris, I did exactly the same thing. I. Uh, Firstly, I waited for about 10 minutes. I'm not, not going to lie. I don't particularly like confront, confrontation if I can avoid it. Uh, sure. but, and this guy, did. he didn't look... Um, he looked a bit sketchy. <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna show to my, show myself uh, what I mean by sketchy here. He, he, had like a, he had a cap on, and then he had a hoodie over the cap. And it was just like a, just one of those like kind of, well, in England, like a chav would wear this kind of hoodie. Um, sure. So a chav we've talked about before, it stands for, can you remember, Chris, what it stands for? Uh, council, housed, and violent? Good. Uh, yeah. Council, house, and violence is what it stands for. So these people who grew up in a council house, like these cheap houses, and they do violent things. We call them chavs in England. And this guy looks like a bit, it looked like a bit of a chav. But after 10 minutes, I... I'm not gonna. I don't think I said it that politely, but also not rudely. I just sort of looked at him. I was like, "Excuse me, do you have some headphones?" It might. I might have been a little bit, like, I might not have sounded the most friendly I've ever sounded in my life because I was like, it was like four o'clock in the morning and I hadn't slept and I was a bit pissed off. But I was trying to sound nice, and sure. he and he just looked at me and he was like, "Why is it bothering you?" <laughs> so I said, uh, "Yes." <laughs> Good. Um, but I didn't elaborate. I didn't say anything else. Like my brain sort of froze a bit and I, all I could think of was, uh, yes. <laughs> and then he looked at me and he's like, well, there's nicer fucking ways to say it, you know? You don't need to be so rude. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're the one who's playing your videos at four o'clock in the morning on a flight. All the lights are turned off and everyone has to listen to your fucking videos. Like, yeah. I'm just asking you if you have some headphones. And then he's like, fine, but there's nicer ways to say it, you know? And then he did turn it down. 
Um, but not off. He continued watching. Uh, he, he turned it off after a couple of minutes. He turned it down, then he turned it off. Um, okay. But I still had to sit next to this guy for like a solid, a solid six hours. Maybe that's a nice expression, solid. Um, yep, yep. So often used with time, a solid six hours. Um, it means like a full six hours. You want to sort of emphasize the time. Because if you just say for six hours, it's not really emphasized. But if you say I had to sit next to him for a solid six hours, it sounds more emphasized. Yeah, because you might be able to say, oh, I was about six hours. So, And it's like, oh, so what? It could have been like five and a half. Five yep. hours and 45 minutes. No, when you're saying it's a solid six hours, you're like, at least, yeah. you know, firmly, firmly, okay, maybe five hours and 59 minutes, but yeah. like right at six hours, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm thinking of other things. So it could also be with distance as well. Like we drove a solid 200 kilometers. So when you want to sure. emphasize that it really was 200 kilometers. It wasn't 180. It was like... You know, firmly, <laughs> 200 yep. kilometers. Um, so I had to sit next to this guy for a solid six hours. And it was a tense atmosphere, to say the least. <laughs> I could have imagined. Just, I just didn't want to go to sleep next to this guy. You know, like Because <laughs> <laughs> he's going to kill you on the flight? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I just, I just don't sleep. I can't sleep on planes anyway. So... Um, so I had that flight to uh, to Houston, changed at Houston, flew to Cancun. Um, so I hadn't slept for a while. I got to my hostel in Cancun. Uh, Cancun was pretty sketch, to be honest. Uh, sketch is a short version of sketchy, which means dodgy, which means it feels in some way unsafe. So it was a bit sketch. Um, so I decided to walk down to the beach. It turns out the beach was about an hour and a half walk from the hostel, uh, so it was pretty far. Uh, on the way to the beach, there was a thunderstorm. It sort of came out of nowhere, like this really sort of, you know those, I don't know if you know, yeah, I'm sure you know, these tropical kind of thunderstorms that just come out of nowhere. Like it's sunny, it's a nice day, and then suddenly it's like the most crazy thunderstorm of your life. I got absolutely drenched. I'm wearing like t-shirt and shorts, some random street, trying to find the beach. I've got my passport in my pocket getting wet, so I'm freaking out about that. I'm trying to find like somewhere to get like some shelter. I get all the way down to the beach and then I realize you can't, I don't know where, I obviously didn't go to the right place. I was on this street of like fancy resorts and it was like one resort after another down the street and they were all gated. Um, okay. And the, literally the only access to the beach was to go through a resort, right? Like they were blocking the access to the beach. There was no public access and no one would let me in. Cause like I looked like, you know, I've got my I've got my riffraff. I look like riffraff. <laughs> yeah, you want to take that one, riffraff? <laughs> sure. So riffraff is a very it's a it's an older but still used um, word uh, to describe like you know undesirable uh, uh, lower class. Uh, people so like yeah shavs would be riffraff yeah you would like you wouldn't be allowed in a in a high class country club uh if you were dressed like a shav you would look like riffraff yeah. and perhaps you jacob compared to this uh gated community um you might appear you might look like riffraff oh 100 i did and i was soaking wet as well um you know, I hadn't slept or showered for 48 hours. I didn't look my best I've ever looked. 
I didn't look like the proud director of Speak Like Me that I am, Chris. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I looked like, I don't know, charity case. And yeah, riffraff is, uh, so like the posh people would say, oh, don't let the riffraff in. Or, um, you know, let's, stay, let's st stay in a nice part of town so we can stay away from the riffraff. It's a nice little phrase. I would love to know, I wouldn't say I've ever been into uh, etymology, which is the science of how words came to be. Um, but I'm slowly you really should, dude. Like with the amount of languages that you learn and the fact that you speak, that you are the director of a language school, like you, one thousand percent, should be interested in etymology. I have Chris. a book uh, called um, the Etymologicon, and it's incredibly interesting. So. Uh, to finish my thought, I was going to say, I haven't, in the past, like, I didn't used to be that into uh, etymology, but what I didn't get to is I have become <laughs> much more interested in it recently. Okay, I would good. say in the last year or so, maybe, um, as I've been learning Spanish um, and looking at other languages as well. It's really interesting uh, where words come from. It's really, really interesting. So uh, what name of the book that you have again? Etymologicon which is a like a, it's a pun on the necronomicon um uh, or i guess there are other omicons but like the famous one is the necronomicon which is this like uh, famous you know, book of the dead kind of uh, uh spooky um uh occult uh book um uh, yeah and it's called the necronomicon um but anyway, this is called the Etymologicon. Hmm. Have you read it? I assume you have if you, if you have the book. Uh, I've, I'm reading through It's the kind of book where you can like just open up to a page and start reading it um, or open up to a chapter and start reading it. Like you don't need to read it from front to back. You can just open up wherever and go from there. So, so I haven't read it in full. So what's it like? Is it sort of like a collection of interesting words with interesting etymology? Uh, it um, a, a chapter might be uh, like it will stitch together uh, the etymology of different words and sometimes in different languages and how they relate to each other. Like, for example, one of them, he starts talking um, about like butterflies and okay. ends up being uh, ends up talking about pavilions. Because a, so a butterfly is a motilka, right? Mm -hmm. um, but then because of the shape of them, uh, uh, they like the okay the French word for a butterfly is a papillon, and yes. then that's called a pavilion. Mm. And I don't know, it just goes through like he explains like from this to that, and then the okay. French called it that, and then the Russians called it this, and then this is why these words are like this. It's it's a story a little okay. bit. That's cool. Um, uh, so yeah, it's not just like here's the word, here's where it comes from. Here's the word, mm. here's where it's come, here, here's where it comes from. Uh, no, there's a little bit more um, interesting and engaging explanations huh. for it. Okay. Um, you said a nice word, which was the chapter um, stitches together, um, and then some different things. Do you want to explain what that means? Some the etymology of stitch together, like kind of where, <laughs> how that word comes to be. 
okay. Um, I'm not sure if it counts as etymology. But <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think so. But yeah. Okay, so a stitch is something um, that has to do with like clothing and material. Uh, so stitches are done in like knitting, um, which, oh God, I should remember the word for it in Czech, but I just, uh, okay. Um, well, I, can, I, I remember the word for stitch, which is steck, which is S-T-E-H, steck. Okay. Um, so yes, for sewing clothes, but also for if you, um, if you cut yourself and you have blood coming out of you, you need to get stitches as well, stehy. Um, and there's a funny phrase, uh, which is snitches get stitches, <laughs> which is, uh, <laughs> so a, like, this is getting off, off topic, but uh, a snitch is someone who tells somebody in authority about a crime or something bad that someone else did. So often this would be like in uh, prison, right? If uh, one prisoner tells the guard, hey, this other prisoner like is like, you know, smuggling cigarettes or something. That snitch, he's snitching on that other prisoner, and then that other prisoner is going to beat him up, and therefore he's going to need stitches. So snitches get stitches. And that's a useful, uh, sorry, useless phrase of the week. <laughs> sure. Uh, okay, and so to go back to things, so it stitches together all of these words. So the point of a stitch is to hold two other things together in this medical context that you just said, and then also in clothing, stitches hold other stitches together they're holding different parts of the material together so mm -hmm. when i say that the chapter stitches all of these words together it connects them it makes them connect yeah exactly very nice so um to stitch something is quite useful yeah yeah um okay so yeah got, got to got to cancun got wet went all the way to the beach um, yeah, the reason I, yeah, that's, I remembered why I'm telling this story now, because of tips. So I was a bit pissed that I'd been like awake for so long, couldn't even find the fucking beach. I'm standing in a thunderstorm. Um, so I see this Mexican restaurant. So I think to myself, hey, at least I can get some legit Mexican food. Um, so go to this restaurant. Um, it turns out it's like a Mexican restaurant for tourists, obviously, because it's on this street for like resorts for all these tourists. Um, and it's like hella expensive, Chris. It was like two, uh, like two hundred crowns for like uh, like three tacos. It was the cheapest thing on the menu. Maybe more than two hundred crowns. Um, and at that time, I hadn't like looked up like what uh, the tipping culture is in Mexico. But I've just come from like like Australia, where there isn't really a tipping culture. So I left him like ten percent of a tip, right? So. It was like 200 crowns, so I left 220. And this guy comes over and he looks at me and he's like, hey, you know that I'm trying to live on tips, right? Uh-huh. This is such an awkward thing to say. I was like, because uh, <laughs> um, I didn't have any more money because I needed the money that I had left to get the bus back. And I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I need, I, need, I need this extra 20 pesos to get the bus. And he was like, fine, okay. But he was like, that's like, I don't like, this is like the second time that you've told me that this is a thing that a person has said to you, like when you didn't tip them enough. And yeah, it's like, okay, well, I'm sorry, man. Like, that's not my fault. Like, yeah, <laughs> your, your, your boss should be paying you uh, uh, enough for you to live on, not me. Like yeah. I'm paying for the food, not for Ex you to live. Exactly. Like it sucks. It really sucks. Yeah. Like I sympathize with them, but Jesus Christ, like don't then make me feel bad about it. Exactly. Fuck. 
I, I really uh, I have to say I, I really don't like the use of the word trigger these days. Like, oh, it triggers me. I, for some reason, it pisses me off. But this is my trigger when people start talking about tips and complaining about tips. I don't know. It's one of the very few topics that I get genuinely passionate about. Because most things, I'm like, yeah, fine, whatever. But some things, like when people start talking about this, you know, and it just enrages me. Like exactly the, you know, why is your boss not paying you enough? Why are you telling me you have to live on my tips? You know, especially mm. when you already give a tip, which is like 10%, like, okay, that's in a lot of the world, including England, that's the standard, right? Um, it's not something to yes. then bitch. Like even if you're not happy, like, oh, I only got a 10% tip. It's still, you shouldn't like vocalize that and say like, you know, I'm trying to live on tips here. What kind of service is that? You know, you just like should smile and say, oh, thank you very much. And then hope he comes back again and gives you a bigger tip next time. You know? Sure. Anyway, um, Chris, should we take uh, a little break so I can order some coffee and we'll come back with more fun times with Jacob and Chris? All right. No worries. All right, guys, we're back from our break. It was unsuccessful. Uh, the guys didn't answer the phone, so I have no coffee. So sad times, sad times. Um, I'd be devastated. To, I am, not going to lie, quite devastated because when you pay for this coffee, which is quite expensive, it comes with uh, two refills for free. And I really want to get my refills, but I guess I can wait 20 minutes until we're done with this. Um, Chris, have you ever seen, have you watched Downton Abbey? Not all of it, but most of it, yes. I've seen, uh, I think the last I saw was like partway into season four. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Um, Because, so I assume you like it then. Uh, yeah, I very much enjoyed it. But then, like, it it got, like, really depressing really quickly. Oh, no. And I was like, man, I can't do this now. Like, this is, is way too much. Okay. Like, there was a, a, so there was a Christmas special. Okay, but no spoilers, Christmas, Chris. Okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a Christmas special. And that Christmas special, I think it was the Christmas special, was really good. Um, or maybe it was the episode before it where everything's happy, everything's great. Like the last frame is these guys who are like family and they're having a great time and everything's wonderful. And, oh, this is, this is the, this is the family and aren't we, isn't this wonderful? Um, and then the very next episode, (laughs) it just gets super depressing. Okay. Like, oh my God. God, <laughs> why did you do this? And I was like, okay, I think I'm, I think I'm out. But no, I was like, I very much enjoyed that okay. style of television show. It was great. Okay, because I, I have always, I've never seen, I had never seen it until last night. Um, it's one of those shows that I just kept putting off watching. So this is one of our words from our interesting words course, which is our third course, which is a collection of really useful words that we use all the time but are often quite difficult to learn. And one of them is put off, which means to postpone an activity. So in this case, I was postponing, or much better, putting off watching this show. Often goes with keep, because it's something you do again and again and again. So I kept putting off watching this show. I just assumed it was kind of going to be boring or like for old people, because my gran really loves it. But it just came onto Netflix. And last night, I thought, why not? I'll give it a go. And I binge-watched like eight episodes, like a solid yep, like seven it's very hours. Much like that. I couldn't stop watching it. I was I got so freaking into it. So obviously season one, and I just finished the first episode of season two. Um, 
I don't know why, but I've never been more invested in a love story more than Bates and Anna. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about it, but I was so like emotionally involved in their relationship. I'm like, please let this happen. Like, this is going to be the best thing ever. Um, and then his bitch of a of a wife turns up um, at the end, and like he has to uh-huh. go off, he has to go off with her. So I, I, in addition to not having much not having had much coffee this morning, I'm also like emotionally wrecked from watching that <laughs> <laughs> watching that like four hours ago. So that's my excuse for my my bad English today and explaining everything through holes. Um, all right, Chris, do you have a thing? Uh, yeah, time. so today it is um, something that we actually uh, talked about um, already earlier uh, in the podcast with one of the um, uh, the songs that I have put on uh, the the playlist, the Speak Like Me playlist. Okay. Uh, so today we are going to talk about Say and Tell mm-hmm. uh, and the differences between Say and Tell uh, because they translate... Like the words in Czech, it, it's it's the same thing for both of these, like říkat or říct, um, and they can translate to either one of these words. But in English, they do actually mean different things, mm-hmm. uh, or they're used differently. At least it's very easy. Mm-hmm. It's just as simple as tell is with people. So the sentence would be something like Jacob told me he's coming back to Prague next week. Or Europe next week, mm-hmm. right? Told me, me is the second person in that sentence, all right? And then say is without. So Jacob said he's coming back next week. There's no other person in that sentence there. It's only Jacob. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's as simple as that. Tell is always to a person and say is without. Mm-hmm. Lovely. All Very right. Nice. So, uh, what did, <laughs> for example, uh, uh, what did you tell this person on the plane about his uh, his, his loud music? I told him his loud phone. I told him he's being annoying and needs to shut up. Yeah. Okay. Um, Good. So it's told him. Him is the other person in this sentence. I yeah. told him he was being annoying. Hmm. Uh, a lot of Czech people would say, like, I told to him, which is not necessary, or it's not, it's wrong. You say just tell, and then the person, I told him, I told Jacob, not I told to Jacob. Um, yeah. And then you'd say, like, what did he say, if you want to ask generally, or what did he tell you, if you say the person. So tell, always with the person. Very nice, Chris. Very nice. Um, anything else you want to add to that? or? Mm. Not really, just that like, uh, yeah, it's it's almost always the case, tell and then the person. But you can tell stories, mm. you know, and you, there doesn't need to be another person. Like you were, this guy was at the pub and was just telling stories all night, yeah. right? Um, and then tell lies and then tell the truth, right? He's He's always telling lies. This guy's always telling lies. Every time he talks, he tells lies. What's the song, or, Chris? What's the song? Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Oh, good. Yeah, exactly. Is it sweet little lies? Is that the lyric? I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then to tell the truth. Yeah, he, he's, yeah, he's a very truthful person. I know that he will tell the truth if I ask him. Yeah, for exactly. example. 
and yeah, that's it. Those are the those are the exceptions. Uh, but other than that, tell is to a person, and say is just in general. Say is without. Exactly. exactly. Good. Very nice. Uh, all right. Okay. And what about you, Jacob? What have you got for us today? So I have the continuation uh, of last week when I uh, told the audience, uh, our listeners, about. Um, Oh, shit, what was it? Uh, effort. And we talked about uh, you put someone puts a lot of effort into something. So I can see, I can, I can, well, that's another use. I can tell, which means something is noticeable. I can tell that Chris put a lot of uh, time, effort, and attention into his explanation of say and tell. Um, sorry, I, I think I'm a little bit uh, like sleep deprived, and it's making me feel a bit drunk. Um, you know, can do that. Like, yeah, that is that is actually as to that's like that, that is a fact that a certain level of tiredness is the same as having like a point oh six blood alcohol level or something like that. Okay, um, it's yeah. really really bad. Yeah. Um. Okay, so yeah, so we talked about you put effort into something, and you can also use it with time and energy. He put a lot of time into this. And if you don't say the person, we just start with the subject as being the effort and say a lot of effort went, oh, sorry, a lot of effort went into um, these leaflets. So you say uh, go into when you don't say the person. Um, but this week I want to talk about the next. Uh, way that we can use effort, which is actually our word of the week on Instagram um, last week or this week, whenever this comes out. Um, so check out our Instagram, Speak Like Me Prague, to see lots more examples of this. But the new phrase for effort this week is um, to go, wait a second, <laughs> which is a lot of effort. Oh, sorry, sorry, Chris. <laughs> I'm really tired. Yeah, <laughs> take your time, Fuck. dude. <laughs> <laughs> to go to all the effort of doing something. To go to all the effort of doing something. Um, so, a lot of people I've taught this to, their first reaction is, "Oh, oh, Jacob, that's way too long. I'm not going to remember this shit. This is, I don't need this." Well, I'm here to tell you that you do need this. This is a beautiful expression. Um, this would be used when you want to express that you put a lot of effort into something. And very typically, very often, then it was a waste of time. Like you, you made all that effort and it was a waste of time. I'll give you some examples and we can look at the sentence structure. So let's say that you, um, you're going out for a fancy dinner with your girlfriend or your wife or your husband or whoever. Um, so you you make a lot of effort with your clothes and you do your hair, you ha you know you you get nice clothes on, you do the ironing, and then at the last minute, your partner says to you, "Actually, I, I can't be bothered. I'm just not in the mood. Can we just order a pizza and w watch some Downton Abbey?" You'd say, "Well, why 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 the fuck did I go to all the effort of getting myself looking all fancy if we're not going to even go out? Like, come on." Come on, I've gone to all the effort of making myself look this way. We should at least now go out and, you know, otherwise it's all for nothing. So why did I go to all the effort of getting all my nice clothes ready, for example? So it's to go to all the effort of and then the verb. 
and it's then going to be followed by something else. Like, why did I go to all the effort of putting all my favorite clothes on? And then you continue the sentence, if we're not even going to go out. Or another example could be, um, if I prepare everything for the podcast, I get the microphones ready, I, I set up the audio. Two minutes before, Chris texts me saying, hey, bro, sorry, I, I, can't, I can't make it today. I'm going out to KFC with Barry. Because she's, into, she's <laughs> something that absolutely would not happen because Barry's vegan. Exactly, so that would piss me off even more. So I, I was, I, 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 yeah, fair point. You would absolutely know that it was a lie. Exactly, this is the worst lie in history. So I would say, Chris, Chris, I have already. So this is a present perfect as well because it's with already. I have already gone to all the effort. I have already gone to all the effort of setting up the microphones and getting everything ready. Um, so can you please just, you know, come in and, and do like a short episode, like, you know, leave, leave Barry at KFC for all the lovely vegan options they have there and, and come and do a quick episode. They do have like vegan chicken nuggets now, do they? actually. They're called like, uh, what are they called? Like veggie nuggets or something like that. Um, okay. uh, yeah, I haven't tried them, but yeah, uh, they, they do. That, that does exist at the very least. <laughs> okay. Um, often this would go together with, I can't believe. So, oh my God, I can't believe I went to all the effort of uh, making these amazing leaflets and then no one even wants to use them. So it's like, I'm complaining. It's very often you're complaining about something. Maybe not in every single case, but very often. So it's to go to all the effort of doing something. Chris, got any examples off the top of your head? Uh, to go to the effort. Oh, and a thing that I want to say is like, you don't always need to have the word all. Yeah. You can just say to go to the effort of doing something. Um, uh, uh, to go to the effort of, to go to the effort of planning a holiday, but then, um, uh, a wildfire in the areas uh, made you cancel your plans. Yeah. Um, or to go to the effort of, um, uh, well, instead of going out for dinner, like you went to the effort of cooking something and then your date cancels on you. Mm -hmm. Or they say that, oh, actually, you went to the effort of cooking a beautiful meal, but then they ate, they ate KFC beforehand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that would. Those are a couple of uh, examples I can think of Lovely. off the top of my head. Lovely. And if you guys would like more examples, that's why we have a Speak Like Me Instagram. I was thinking, Chris, maybe I mentioned this last time with the Instagram. We're gonna. I'm gonna try a new style, which is uh, to focus on just one really good word or phrase a week. It's so like put up a video on Monday explaining the topic, like to go to all the effort, and then each day in the stories give like another one or two examples, so that over the week people get really used to this like one new word. Because I feel like if you do like one word a day or, or even more, um, it just goes in one ear and out the other, you know, which is, means people just see it and then they forget it straight away. And I would like people to actually learn stuff through the Instagram, even if it's like one really useful word a week. That's still pretty good, like from Instagram, you know. Um, sure. So I think that's what we're going we're gonna to focus on. Did you happen to see the, new, uh, the newest reel on Instagram that has the subtitles when I'm talking? I don't think so. No? Okay, that's it. Uh, Check it out. H have a look Have a look now. Tell me what you think. Because I found this um, oh, app. Oh, okay. Uh, 
I found this app, which I have to pay for. It's like 200 crowns a month. It's quite expensive. Uh, it's the most recent reel, start versus start off. And what it does is it adds, it adds subtitles through AI of what you're saying as you're saying it. And it also highlights the word that you're saying as you say that word, which is really nice, because then you can actually, as I'm talking, you can see the words of what I'm saying as I say them. And you can also highlight like what's the keywords in the sentence as well. Can you see it? Okay. Yeah. Pretty nice, right? Yeah. And what's funny about this app as well is if you say a swear word, uh, then it bleeps it out. So if you and say, does it replace it with something else? Uh, no, it, it just does like the asterisks, and it says like, "Why the did you go there? Why the beep did you okay. do this?" <laughs> and it's pretty, it's pretty funny actually. Um, okay then. Yeah. So that's uh, the we're always upgrading things in Speak Like Me. So that's a little upgrade to our our Instagram. Um, Using a pre-existing filter. That's <laughs> or was it an app that you had to pay for or something? I had to pay one thousand five hundred crowns for a year access to this app that only does this. Okay, all right. I take my I, words back. Yeah, that I is take, a, that I is take a legitimate speed investment. That is a legitimate investment. When people let like, you know, that's about a solid ten percent of our yearly profit. You know, I've invested into this. <laughs> Into this. <laughs> I <hope> not. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, it's pretty close. So, um, Speak Like Me is not a high profit business because we pay our amazing teachers like Chris Viglaski and Lucy and everyone else lots of money to teach really well. Um, Chris, are you going to be able to make it to the Speak Like Me birthday party? Uh, in October? Yeah. Is it? Uh, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I think I'll be able to make that happen. Yeah. Please do if you can. I've got some uh, some things to talk about, and I think it's going to be good fun. We're going to have a cake, have some prosecco. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So speak like okay. me. Six six years old now, um, and I'll be very uh, very not uh, very uh, sad if I go to all the effort of making a nice presentation about six years of speaking like me just for no one to turn up. Turn up. So um, it would make me really happy. Um, you know, you can, you can bring Barry, bring some KFC, have a good time. It'd be great. Well, I hope it's more than I can bring Barry. I think <laughs> Barry would have her own invitation to it, considering she's just as much an employee of the company as I am. <laughs> yeah, she can come. Um, oh, there's one last she'll thing. Be, she'll be so pleased to hear. <laughs> now, if you're listening, Barry, you're, of course, of course, everyone from Sweet Like Me is equally welcome. Um, have you seen our beautiful reviews on Google, Chris? Uh, uh, Barry showed me one of them um, that was uh, uh, about her. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, you know, she was very, very happy about, of course. Um, but other than that, no, not really. Okay. Because, uh, as I mentioned in our email last week, last week is the first time in Speak Like Me's history, which is now six years, that we've ever even asked for reviews. Like I said, I'm very open about the fact that I'm a, I like making content. I get off on making the courses and making good English lessons. I'm not very good at selling things or doing marketing. So until now, I've never even asked people, hey, can you give us a review? Which meant that all of our students are really happy, but no one knew about it. They weren't saying it online, which is obviously the main place that counts. You know, if you look up a language school, you want to see lots of stars, right? So last week we asked people for the first time, hey, if you would like to, 
totally no pressure, but you can give us a, some stars on Google. And I was amazed at the response, Chris. In one week, we are up to, what is it now, 60, 62? Um, as of right now, and I'm sure it'll be more by the time this episode comes out, we're up to 62 reviews on Google, all five stars, which is... That's amazing. 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 Um, and these are, these are genuine as well. Like I said, we didn't push people into this. We just very openly said, if you want to, give us a review. And the reviews are absolutely amazing. Uh, so I'll, just read, I'll read a couple out loud. Um, this is from, from Maria Dudova. I highly recommend Speak Like Me. So far, it's the best language school I have had experience with. They have their own great learning leaflets and videos. Yeah, see? The videos and the leaflets are finally paying off. My individual <laughs> lessons with Lucy are a total bomb. <laughs> 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 that's amazing. This is why this is that's very very flattering. That's very flattering by the way. Yeah. Okay, but this is why articles are so important. Yes. Do you want to explain why <laughs> Chris? Why, why, between... why are we laughing so much? Okay, because uh what I'm I'm very sorry. What what was his name? Uh this is Maria Dudova. Oh, so her name. Okay, yeah. So Maria. Um, Maria obviously wants very much wants to compliment Lucy, and she wants to say that her lessons are the bomb, and I, I guarantee that they are. Yes. Um, but instead, of saying that it is a bomb um, <laughs> is actually kind of the opposite. Yeah. Like we use the word bomb to describe a car. In fact, there was a service close to my house called like Rent-A-Bomb. And it's like if you just <laughs> needed to rent a car for like a week because your car is in rent uh, a bomb. Is at the mechanic, <laughs> then yeah, you would rent a bomb. Like, look, it's a, it's a shitty car, but it doesn't matter. You're only driving it for a week while you're waiting for your car to be fixed. Yeah. Um, and then in comedy, to bomb. Yeah. Right, like this performance was a bomb, um, or I bombed is to do very badly. Nobody, um, uh, nobody laughs. You don't get much of a reaction. So to say that it's a total bomb, it actually makes it sound kind of bad. But obviously, in the context, we fully understand that Maria actually exactly. means that Lucy's classes are the total bomb. Exactly. And just to finish it off, she, says, she has everything perfectly perfectly organized, always helps me and answers my questions. Lessons with her are enjoyable, full of laughter, but also full of knowledge and new grammar. So that's uh, just one example of a lovely review. Uh, let's just do, let's do one more. Let's, oh, let's do one about Chris, shall we? Have you, have you seen your review yet? Uh, uh, from I, I just from? I just scrolled past and saw one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's one here from Frantisek Yurachka. So he might be listening because he says this podcast is a masterpiece. I'm so glad to see that the podcast exists. Oh, that's a good one. Thank you very much, Frantisek. Um, and there's just so many amazingly positive reviews. Speak Like Me lessons are the best. And my teacher is Lizette. I love her. Um, I've had three months of lessons with Lucy. They're the best English lessons I've ever had. And it's not just Lucy and Lizette. There's reviews for everyone here. Here we go. I recommend lessons with Barry. Uh, we can discuss everything. And Barry will answer every question about grammar, vocab. The disadvantage of these lessons is they go by so fast. And that review was written in English, so I was quite impressed that she knows the word go by, which is with time, uh, ubihat, I believe. This is not a song to put on the playlist, but time goes by. I taught this in a class a while ago. Time goes by so slowly. This is a lyric in one of the most time famous love ballads. So, no. 
Is it not? Uh, may, uh, maybe. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm thinking of Unchained okay. Melody by uh, 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 what's it, the Righteous Brothers. <clears throat> time goes by so slowly and time okay. can do so much. Um, yeah. Anyway. And Chris, your review is one of the uh, longest here, actually, uh, from Lenka Rampas, one of our lovely students from one of our pharmaceutical clients. I really look forward to the lessons with Chris every week. We correct the mistakes I make during the conversation in a very... Okay, this is from a translation. Uh, in a very non-violent way. Oh, uh, oh my <laughs> goodness, I would certainly hope Well, I'm so. glad that he's not getting violent in his explanations. Jesus. Okay, good. Um, but that's... Okay, from, uh, hold on. Yeah, I just, just want to double clarify that. So that's written in Czech and then translated by Google into English. So that's why it says that. <laughs> but I have to say, I've just looked at the Czech as well. And the Czech, she, she did write, Velmi nenasilna which does mean not violent but, but maybe silni is just strong no no yeah but that's strong but nasilni means violent oh okay then all right yeah um so it does actually translate word for word but maybe in czech you use it kind of in a different a different way like um, forcefully or something like that yeah probably something like that um lessons are full of conversation we go through new grammar understandably uh and now i'm it's gone it's gone back to check so uh it's, everything's very user friendly the same with the, the materials uh the possibility to listen to the podcast um i can highly recommend speak like me to all those who don't want to waste time and want to learn at their own pace and with amazing content i wish speak like me many satisfied clients and students well if anyone knows me they know that i want satisfied clients and students, but equally happy ones as well. So I just want to say a thank you to everyone who gave a review and to our listeners as well. It doesn't have to be just for lessons. It can be about the podcast. So if you'd like to give us a review, we're going to start adding the link to our description in the podcast. It says Google Google review link. You can click on that to tell us what you think of the podcast. Um, we are the only language school, Chris, and I checked this the other day, in all of Prague that has a five-star average. Um, because if you look at most schools, it's it's the breakdown tends to be, which is kind of weird in a way. It's like mostly five stars, and then like quite a few one stars, and not very much in between. Which okay. kind of which kind of makes me doubt the um, what's the word here? Like the legitimacy of the five star reviews. Because I'm like, why are you getting five star and one star? Like that's a massive like change right uh, i mean look this is just a meme in this kind of situation that like in a five-star review system um the only numbers that actually exist are five four and one yeah yeah and that's it yeah. um and then like you know a similar thing is in like you know rating things out of 10 uh or like it changes that like seven is actually a one and then uh you know eight is like, you understand what I mean. Like yeah. it completely changes the actual scale. Yeah. So I just wanted to say thank you to everyone. So it is amazing that after just one week of asking for reviews, we have more total reviews than schools that have been here since the 90s. Schools like James Cook, Yipka, Spiavacek. We have more reviews total from them. And all of them are five stars, which is better than any other school. Uh, like a few, quite a few schools have 4.9 stars. So good for them. Mm. But I feel very proud of the fact that we have a five average, like nothing less than five stars. Um, not going to lie, made me pretty proud, made me pretty happy, proud of the school. As it should. Uh, 
the school I started. Uh, proud of all of you guys, all of you teachers, because we put in a lot of work behind the scenes into our training, into our materials, to make happy students. Um, and that's the thing I'd like to finish off with. If you would like to learn with us, you can. Not just through the podcast, you can learn through our video courses as well on our YouTube page. So check out Speak Like Me on YouTube. Uh, we've just started the uh, Present Perfect course on YouTube. Present Perfect 1 is up now. Don't know if you've had a chance to see it yet, Chris. Um, but it's a I have good not. I've been quite busy today. We went through three revisions of this video uh, with Ryan. Um, so we spent quite a lot of time really trying to perfect it, get the video really good. So I hope you guys enjoy that. It's going to be a seven-part series on Present Perfect. Um, you can also learn with us in person as well. So we have evening classes for the general public uh, in our office in Wenceslas Square in Prague. Um, they're like group class, small group classes, maximum five people. There's a free glass of wine included in the price of the class. Um, and a new announcement as well is we're, na we're now an official Benefits Plus partner. So we're able to accept benefits points. If you get those through your employer, you can now spend them officially at Speak Like Me. Um, no, that's cool. Took us about a year, Chris, of talking to benefits and working out the system and the accounting and everything. But it's finally done. So people can now spend their benefits points at Speak Like Me. In the future, we're going to also be able to accept the other main benefits systems. But for now, it's Benefits Plus. Um, we also do corporate classes as well. That's actually our main business. So if you work in a company and you have English lessons offered as one of your benefits, uh, that's what we do. That's our main job. So feel free to recommend us to your HR, get in touch. And um, we always offer to match the price of their current school for at least one year if they switch to Speak Like Me so they can get the Speak Like Me quality, the Speak Like Me teachers at the same price that they pay now. So guys, that was episode 53. I have to say, Chris, I think that was our best in a while. I think we're kind of back to our um, kind of previous standards. I, well, yeah, our <laughs> probably our best of since we've been doing it um, remotely. Yeah. And just in time for us to go back to doing it in person. <laughs> yeah, well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, so, yeah, next episode, really looking forward to being back in the studio. Um and Chris, uh, upgrades are coming to the Speak Like Me studio, by the way. Uh, I'm going to invest in our first Joe Rogan microphone, the Shure SM7B. Um, okay. Because, uh, so actually, kind of two reasons for this. I firstly want to see if it's better than these ones. So I'm just going to buy one, because they're also hella expensive. And so I'm going to have the new one. I'm sorry, Chris, but that's my... I'm totally uh, fine. I do uh, not I'm, care. I'm, I'm going to have the new one. And then we can compare and see if I sound a little bit a little bit better. Um, and if it does, then uh, then I'll buy one for you as well. Uh, but the main reason I want it actually is uh, so I can do some singing. Because I also play guitar and do a bit of singing. And the SM7B is a great microphone for that. This one is not. Um, and just mess around with making some songs at home and stuff, you know. A little bit of a hobby. So, uh, yeah, upgrades coming to everything in Speak Like Me. Um, if you enjoyed the episode, the best thing you can do for us is give us some stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google. So they always make us really, really happy. And if you have any questions for us, you can email us at podcast at speaklikeme.cz. Any questions about vocab, grammar, personal questions, weird stuff you saw in TV shows. And we'll be really happy to read out your question on the next episode and hopefully give you a good answer. We're also on Instagram, Speak Like Me Prague, where we're going to this week be doing... 
lots of little pro tips about to go to all the effort of doing something. Um, so hope you enjoy that. We're going to be putting a bit more effort into the, the Instagram. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Chris, anything you'd like to sign off with? Anything you want to say to our amazingly loyal listeners? Uh, yes, to our amazingly loyal listeners, thank you very much. It's always a pleasure to present to you. I very much enjoy doing these podcasts, and we hope that you enjoy listening to them just as much as we enjoy doing them. So, as always, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thank you very much. And a weird coincidence, I just got an email that Barry has declined the invitation to the Speed Lammy birthday party. So, uh, your homework, Chris, is to find out what's going on there. And, uh, I mean, I know why, but it's not oh, okay. my place to say. So. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so she's not coming. So I hope, I hope, hope you can still come even. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I can't. All right, Chris, thanks for a lovely episode. I actually really enjoyed that one. I'm going to go and get my two free refills of my coffee now. Definitely. Uh, I need it and spend the rest of the day editing this podcast, making sure we've got some smooth transitions and uh, look forward to doing an episode in a couple of weeks' time in person. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, no worries. Well, enjoy the rest of your day and enjoy the rest of your time overseas. Looking forward Thank to you, seeing you again when you get back here. It's going to be awesome. Listeners, have a great couple of weeks as well, and we'll see you in episode 54. Bye. Bye.